the Akira bike slide. Yeah. When I saw that, I lost my fucking mind. Really? Like, me and my friend watched it together. I watched it, and I was like, that's not physics. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how that works. <laughs> that's, not how, that's not how bikes work. <laughs> For this podcast, we're going to be talking a lot about Jordan Peele, yeah, red absolutely. herrings, right? Some of the, th- the intri- intricacies that he puts into the film that aren't ex- explicitly explained, right? Which is going to be super interesting once we dive a little bit further into it. Yeah, honestly, um, I so with Jordan Peele, I was a little bit concerned because I feel like he was pigeonholding, pigeonholing himself into the horror genre, mm-hmm. um, which is something that he himself wanted to do since he was like actually pigeonholed into comedy <laughs> into like sketch comedy how unfortunate whatnot, so. he's like i'm so talented <laughs> <laughs> i'm so good at what i do uh, i'm sad he does like the best barack obama impression like to actually date. fucking great yeah, yeah that and like of course like his uh, angry interpreter like that <laughs> was, was it luther I think? Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 we're yeah. at the at the foreign press conference yeah that was brilliant that was actually fire yo remember <laughs> yeah. when like if people could be like joke about like the president it wasn't like sad and depressing yeah <laughs> it's been so long you know i can still joke about the I president but it just hurts my me bicycle. now i want to ride my bike bicycle bicycle <laughs> i bet he wants to ride his bicycle but i bet the secret service is like no sir we can't we can't risk it i swear to god we have like a joe biden <laughs> in every episode of the podcast <laughs> But no, I come on, Joe. <laughs> Sleepy Joe. All right. I do. I do like this film a lot. Um, I've seen it twice now, and it's it's a very unique horror film. Mm-hmm. Also, granted, it's like it, speaking on our last episode of our podcast for you, lovely viewers and listeners. If you subscribe to us on YouTube and or Spotify and Apple Podcasts, um, we do talk about the idea or the the what iteration of blockbusters are today in our last episode of the podcast Mm -hmm. and this still honestly we we could have brought this up as well because this acts as a as a blockbuster absolutely in a lot of aspects i feel like that's one of the things like one like i feel like with especially like you get to a certain level of prestige as as a director right steven spielberg he became like a blockbuster director because he had the ability to get people into the seats us in the seats right and that's what you can say about jordan peele whether you like nope whether you like us whether you like get out or not which if you don't like get out what the fuck? I don't know why. <laughs> like that <laughs> is like, a masterpiece. Okay, yeah. you need to go watch it again immediately. Okay, yeah, do better. <laughs> You're living in a pigeonhole. You need to expand your horizons. Okay, but uh, what you could say about him is that ultimately he puts butts in the seats, and by that very definition, he's. I can absolutely agree. He is definitely a blockbuster director. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, yeah, I know. I know a lot of uh, there are diff- there are so many different aspects of this film that I was just fascinated with in terms of just the characters and how they're interwoven into the story and how you know their arcs portray an aspect of society in terms of being um, used and discarded discarded of when it comes to Hollywood exploitation essentially um, big themes of animal abuse and animal exploitation as well uh, mm-hmm. with uh, spoilers with Gordy um, not gonna mention what happens but yeah with, with the monkey or any, even the even the horses in the film. There's just a lot to dive into with this with this film. So it's kind of interesting to see the mixed reviews because I, I understand what, when it comes to a film that doesn't have explicit answers to it, people mm-hmm. get pissed. Where it's just like, wait, I, you're not just going to tell me what happens? Yeah. Well, then this movie fucking sucks! <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, I, I get it. Like, I understand why, but it's also just like, you know, right. you could just put in a little more effort to just... Look at it. (laughs) Maybe watch it more than once. Yeah, I mean, like that's one of the things that like I absolutely love about a good like a good film is its rewatchability. That's not a word. How much you can rewatch it? Playability. (laughs) There we go. Thank you. (laughs) I English (laughs) first language. (laughs) Me word good. (laughs) But like I I I uh, I completely lost my train of thought. (laughs) Me word good. (laughs) No, it is incredibly rewatchable. You know, like uh, I feel like with a lot of his films, there is not like this super like cookie cutter, like here's a clean answer to like the problem. Right. Which as like a lot of us Americans like watching Hollywood based films, 
and that that being like the general scope of things they're all very clean cut they're all have very good nice bowed like kind of endings where like everything's kind of tied off and like there's no loose right. ends right whereas like he's kind of opening this new gate especially with this film where i feel like there are elements of like akira kurosawa there are elements oh, of, of like uh, of anime within there especially with that motorcycle clip yeah the akira bike slide yeah when i saw that i lost my fucking mind really like me and my friend watched it together. i watched it and i was like that's not physics <laughs> <laughs> That's not how that works. <laughs> that's, not how, that's not how bikes work. <laughs> I, I just imagine because like if she did that, crazy. like the momentum of her would like fly out, and it'd just be like you just like would see her ass just like flying out there. But it looked cool. It looked cool. Why you gotta shit on such a fire moment, bro? <laughs> like I didn't even care. Me and my homie were watching that in the theater. You were like, this is amazing. Like, oh, <laughs> The slide, the thing, <laughs> the Akira. <laughs> what? Like it was such a. Because first off, I just I didn't even realize you could do that, <laughs> like on film. I didn't realize you could just copy that in a live action film yeah. and have it look cool. I right. figured that could only be dope in anime. So the fact that he pulled it off mm. is actually an amazing t- a testament. And also something about the film that I think is really fascinating. There's a lot of like anime like tropes or like. Okay. You know a lot about anime, so like some, I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of this just went right over my head. I got Princess Mononoke, and I was like, "Great, okay, fire." That's it. (laughs) I I watched the best one, and I, uh, I don't need to dive in any further. It's not the best one. Okay, what's your best one? Hit hit it with me. I like Howl's like Moving Castle, or like Spirited Away. Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah. Howl's. 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 Yeah. Like, like to howl. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that <would> be... <laughs> I'm not gonna do the sound, but yeah, that's come on, come on. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know do you know those meme words like he, he, he's she, I didn't know this, but she's a she's a woo girl. Woo <laughs> She's <laughs> and that right there is the opening right there. It's the the, the mirror guy, like the mirror guy. Yeah. Um, Iglesias, Gabriel Iglesias. Gabriel Iglesias. Yeah, yeah. you're like the mirror guy. Is like, ah! <laughs> I thought you were talking about his Mexican like uh, Mexican commercials where she's like, ah, Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, flat out. Fluffy is such a good comedian. He's so amazing, like such yeah, a good comic. But underrated. going back to like, nope. Like, w- there are a lot of elements with that kind of thing in it. But what I thought was really interesting, and now spoilers. There will be some spoilers in here, so just spoiler warning, right yeah, here. It's gonna right? be blatant, like yeah. super red. We'll let you know. Yeah. Be like, hey, spoilers in three, two, yeah. one. Um, but I thought the way spoilers. He's ah! <laughs> <laughs> <You> scared. <laughs> okay, <whatever>. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like with. Uh, one thing they did that was super unique is that, like, for a lot of alien history, right, or, like, alien horror films, right, or alien films, the UFO has been a very big staple of that. But it's always been, like, the ship. It's never yeah, been, it's, like, it's like, the alien ship. or, like, the monster yep, itself. So that I was, thought that was brilliant. That was fire. I, cause, cause I, it, looked I, like, it looked like a stingray, dude. Like, when it was flying, I don't know if you've ever seen stingrays. I've been stung twice. That doesn't feel good. <laughs> I don't imagine. No, yeah. no. I imagine uh, it sucks. Feels like a rusted needle going to your foot, and then all of a sudden you have your friend who's scared of stingrays, and you have to calmly be like, "Hey, we should go back to the, like the land. <laughs> Maybe and we then, shouldn't be here anymore." Yeah, and then, <laughs> yeah. so like we walk back, and then she's like, "Hey, why'd you want to get out of the water? I thought we were having a good time." I'm like, "Yeah, it was great. I just got stung by a stingray." And then she like freaks out. I'm like, "We're already on land. You need to calm down." <laughs> it's like the moment has passed. We're good. Like, come we're on, we're good. Now. I'm yeah. the one that should be panicking as my foot's like cramping up. It's awful. It's, also, that's a very like mature way to handle that is like yeah i just got shot in the foot it's all good i mean the first (laughs) i'll tell i'll tell so it happened twice the first time it happened i swear to god i shit my pants no 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 that'd be impressive that's some badass luck like that's that's not (laughs) (laughs) on both feet like like, ah jeez we gotta go on land yo bro yo (laughs) steve Steve Irwin is uh thinking damn bro that sucks too soon Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I, so I, I fucking love that reveal. Um, well, the, the, for, the, the the monster being, or the the well, alien actually, the alien ship just being a monster. Just being the alien. It's just a monster. Yeah, well, like, well, we don't even know if it, he never expri- explicitly explains. Stated it's an alien, yeah. but I mean, uh, I shit, think it's a UFO. Like, 
right? And the thing with it's UFOs, a, it's an unidentified flying object, yeah, so right? We, we automatically assume that's an alien, but like it could be whatever. It could whatever. be a monster. Could just be a monster. It could Where the be, fuck did it come from? Could just be a thing, which yeah. is interesting. And then, you know, although it could be an alien, just because it can just somehow keep a cloud with yeah. it forever. In terms of anime, there are a lot of uh, ties to it with um, this anime known as uh, Neon Evangelion, which if you're if you've never seen, uh, it sucks. I hate it, and <laughs> it's not that good. It's like apparently one of the best animes ever seen. I think it's very boring and the protagonist is the worst and everyone sucks and everyone's mean to each other and then like everyone everyone just sort of is not okay at the end but you know if you like it then you have bad taste <laughs> i don't know watch, watch. this is going somewhere i promise <laughs> <laughs> watch, like, watch copper bebop okay what the fuck anyway uh so there there's things called angels <laughs> I, we're keeping this all in i want you to know how how bad your tastes are but there are there are things called angels in this world, and um, they they very much look similar to the alien, like the in, plastic bag one. You know when when it's like fully revealed, like plastic bag. It looked and, very much like Life with Ryan Gosling and uh, not Ryan Gosling, Ryan Reynolds and uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, where like oh it, yeah, it that lo- alien at the end. It looks like it looks like a little yeah. like jellyfish at yeah. first, and yeah, then yeah, yeah, yeah. and then somehow it can like fly through the air for real. That, that, if you guys haven't seen Life, Life is a great like a great, horror film. Great sci-fi. Sorry, but go ahead. Film. You were talking about an anime that you hate. <laughs> well, well, it's interesting because like it also has um, some some of the depiction of the alien. There's if you look at like classic, um, I think Catholic um, depictions of angels in the past, they very much look like that. Like mm. like very classic before we got the uh, the human. Very humanist, you yeah. know what I mean? Like holier than thou, like angels with wings. Like they looked more like that, like very ethereal, very like abstract, mm-hmm. um, sort of like terrifying in a way. And it's I don't know. I I just thought that connection was interesting in terms of like angels to like, and then you know him being an anime fan of like, yeah. those angels. And it, it's just it. There's there's a lot you can develop when it comes to not develop, but like there's a lot you can ponder on when it comes to this film and what the what the actual monster is or even if it, even if it matters right like where it came from or whatnot yeah. just what i thought was great about this film is that like for jordan peele respected the audience right and, then, yeah. and I, I say this in the aspect of like you always see these horror films where the person does the stupid thing where they just make the stupid move and they make the stupid decision to run up the stairs instead of running outside. Or, like, instead of, like, calling the police, yeah. they, like, decide to just, like, hide in the woodshed full of chainsaws, right? Like, there's a, a plethora of, like, just stupid decisions that horror film people or, like, people in horror films have, like, made. And for this one, I, like, you can obviously you can tell by the title nope right it's it's he had, like you have characters that are like i'm not yeah. gonna put myself into unrealistic danger yeah. if i don't need to of course they are doing it for a uh it's playing against a stereotype how so enlighten me what do you mean oh what, what, stereotype? what you're going with oh okay it's the notion that like a black like a black dude or a black person whenever we talk about horror films or anything like that oh. we're into like nope like yeah. that wouldn't be us like if, if you Scene I've definitely it. looked at horror films and been like, no. You know what I mean? Like, no. yeah. This is like a, like, it's characterized as a black yeah. thing. Like, <laughs> most people, yeah. <laughs> generally speaking, would yeah. not do that. No. All right. No. But it's like a black man looking at a situation that, that is just unfavorable, to say the least. Um, yeah. And just being like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Let me not do that. But actually, that's what saves his life because yeah. everyone else is trying to engage in spectacle and engage in the exploitation of this creature and then and then that ends up killing them so like him being like nah (laughs) let me not do that is what saves his life yeah so it's like i talked about going camp i I tried to convince fumba to go camping with me one time and he was just like no 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 and i was like fumba it's a terrible idea there's public bathrooms there's you know it's nice amenities we live in California. Like, there could be black bears. They're not going to fuck with you that you much. You say that. I mean, <laughs> it's like, a bear is a bear is a bear. Like, what the fuck? Like, like, 
Like, what are we talking about? Yeah. If it's not Barris, it's Lions. So, I mean, I guess I see what you mean. Because, like, I, I also asked him, hey, we should go skydiving for, like, the opener of Everybody Eats. And he's like, no. <laughs> That's some white people shit. And I was like, damn. I didn't know that was... Strictly white people, but apparently, like that's a thing. I mean, I would assume. I don't know. <laughs> I know. I know. I actually know one too many black people who are down to do that. And to me, I'm just like, well, you just don't value your life or yourself that much. But that's just me. Maybe I'm a coward. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm okay with that. I'll live. No, I'll you're live just, in my you, truth. You, you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just accept that. This is my world. This is my reality. <laughs> this is my reality. You can't. You can't stop me from this shit. But anyway, um, in terms I, of this film, there's yeah. a lot that we can dive into. Personally, mm-hmm. uh, we really can't do it that much justice in terms of explaining all the greater points of why this film is worth looking into and worth investing your yeah. time watching more than once. Yeah. But if you do want to check it out, there is our resident member of Everybody Eats, Shaylin. Yeah, she did a great review on it, on why you shouldn't hate this film. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to be honest with you. It's not my favorite horror film. I'm sorry. It's not. Yeah. I've seen too many horror films for it to be like, <laughs> this is my favorite. <laughs> is it the worst? No. 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 <laughs> no. It's, it's by, by far, it is not. It is a very good film. It's a very well-constructed film. You know, and I think it deals with a lot of things. If you look at it, if you dive deep into it, like one thing that uh, some of the minutia with it is this scene with as you say, the monkey or the the chimpanzee, which yeah, chimpanzee, Gordy. yeah, Gordy, right? And uh, in the film, spoiler alert, um, Gordy uh, breaks, snaps something in his brain, and he starts fucking people up. Fucks, just fuck shit up yeah. so hard. Eats a person's face. Yeah, you know, like just does some really horrible things, right? To yeah. to, to these people right yeah. and granted they also these people also made him perform like dance monkey dance i mean yeah no they're they're not great but like mm-hmm. you have to think about it in a sense like was that the actor's fault or was it the producer's fault right because because yeah. the actors got yeah i don't killed think it, yeah. for the producers like exploit exploiting of monkeys and yeah. also gordy I, I never peeped game until the second time but um, it, there's like a bunch of Gordys at that time. He's not the only one. He was just that specific monkey. Yeah, that lost. But his once mind. once that happened, they were like, they were, we're no. done with using monkeys. With the whole chimpanzee thing, I was like, I knew exactly yeah. where they were going to be going with this. I shit. didn't know it was based off a real thing. Like, <sighs> Dude, have you ever seen like, like a chimpanzee that. with like none of its hair on? Like this guy is just jacked. No, like it's ripped. strong. Like you think about it this for a second. How strong the rock is, and this motherfucker like works out. All the time. Yeah, but like that's a, the average ass chimpanzee. Yeah, just off, just off in principle. Just like I'm <laughs> just, 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 this just, is just, I'm just like, this is my normal Tuesday. Born like that. Yo. Yeah, for no reason. Yeah, being that strong. And like they could like they, they, they could like put their finger on your nose and they'll just rip that fucker off. I'll be like, you got a weird looking nose. And it's like, ah, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Also, it's just funny because no, it's just like chimps are the fucking worst. To each other and to no. everyone else around them, like they just they just choose violence at all times. Yeah, that's why I'm they should have like, chosen bonobo, man. Yeah, bonobos are fire. That's because they're, they're by women. Because they're all women. Because they're all female. Yeah, yeah, they're all they're just a entirely... well, they're not all females. Not like they're they're, not like, they're heavily, not like Wonder Woman over here. It's like a heavily female society. Where they're like, a, they're a monarchy or not not a monarchy. Uh, 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 fuck, what's it called? Isn't it patriarchy? Patriarchy. Is, patriarchy is with male like, dominated yeah. and. Monarchy is just like, <laughs> that's that's just, just English royalty. Just English royalty. <laughs> so, I mean, that's that's the <laughs> matriarch. Matriarchy. See, yeah. monarchy was very close. Okay, yes. Yeah, so like they're yeah, essentially bonobos. They're run as a matriarchy, and let me tell you something. They're hella peaceful. They're really dope. If you like, if they get a, like all like crazy or something, they'll be like, "Yo, they're like chill the fuck out." Dog. You need to leave. Yeah. No, go, go across the Congo. Yeah, they'll just they'll just like Congo. excommunicate you. Where like chimps is like, you're gonna die. Yeah, like they'll I'm gonna rip off your balls. They'll do that. <laughs> they did all. That's their go-to move. They like, like if off. you're if you're too much of a sexual threat for like, there to you be like, yeah, yo, this guy's like packing heat and be like, I mean, no, he's guy's, not. Guy's not fucking, today. This guy's fucking all our wives. Like, is he though? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, that's just crazy. You know, you should never have that on a film set. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, but I, I, I don't want to live by that. But like, I think I think kind of diving into like the whole animal thing, right? Especially with like you know, within recent memory, you have like you know documentaries like Blackfish that came out and stuff like that. Um, I, I think the the whole ideology of like having animals that are wild animals, right? That we can't. They're not dogs. They're not domesticated, right? They ultimately have like wild like tendencies that are just bred within their de- their very genome right yeah. so i feel like within recent memory there's been this huge shift as far as like what you can do with animal on set what you can't do with animal on set yeah you know absolutely um and and i feel like chimpanzees they should have never been on this set they, never, they never should have been on <laughs> they set. shouldn't have been but, here but also it's just like human beings like a human's need to domesticate anything that we could for whatever reason deem as cute or yeah. like adorable mm-hmm. for you know like certain just there's just well most animals honestly should not be domesticated like yeah. dogs and cats like that's over they the they of it, centuries of yeah and year. let's let's make this clear Do- cats are the only ones where they were like I think I'm gonna hang out with these people like we're, we're, I'm gonna kick it with you yeah <laughs> like, I, like I like if I was big enough I would fucking hate you you know exactly like, like you can see a like cat a, like a big cat. A big cat will I fuck don't understand. You up. Like, I like, understand. why would you have a tiger as a pet dog? Yo, you're <laughs> not like, Mike Tyson, okay? Yeah. You can't just make somebody go night night, okay? Because I, I feel like Mike Tyson will sleep a tiger. <laughs> like, yeah. I, feel like, I feel like it's possible. <laughs> it's possible for sure. But like an average person, like no. Tiger King, no, bro, you're not that. Like, you're an idiot. he he wasn't that. So who the fuck are you? No. <laughs> you know? No. That's why it's like there's certain there's certain limits to to what. To what human beings should have as pets, let alone having a pet, and uh, other than an understood alliance between dogs and humans, yeah. is almost belittling the the creature in in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like you're trying to subjugate this creature to be lesser than what it is, where right. which it would be in the wild, but right. because you. But want... we're also poisoning the wild, so where are they going to go? Exactly. So I mean, I guess they have to do it. It's it's either go go run around in the in the India or where tigers are, or hang out in Wisconsin with the Tiger King. Yeah, I will say there's a very huge problem of just wildlife just being out there and no one really doing anything about it. I mean, that's the thing. It's wild. I mean, it's wild, yeah, but it's also like, damn, y'all don't have any kind of security measures for... Tigers? No, their only security measures is to wear, like, a mask on the back of their head with eyeballs, where it's just like... Yeah, I guess And so. then the tiger's like, like damn, that motherfucker's looking at me. I can't get him. Damn. He's tearing me down. Jeez. Run around. He's facing the other way. He's walking backwards. He's walking backwards. I blinked. He turned around. Tigers are stupid. Don't kill me. No, but I think that's something that this film does a really good job with, you know, kind of talking about that whole angle of, like, animals and, like, and how they have helped us in the long run. A big one, not not uh, going beyond like the chimpanzee, which I thought kind of solidified that 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 discussion of like animals and animal abuse within film and media, right? But they also talk about horses. Now, horses have a historic cinema where they were like legit killed just for film. Yo, right, yo, where, like, there yo, was, there's that's been, crazy. I remember that. Actually. Yeah. yeah, like there's there's multiple films where like before like the F, uh, where there was I forgot what the organization was, but like yeah. where they uh like there was it was like a World War One film and they just put like a wire across and they didn't tell the the horses and they just they just were like charge motherfucker and then they charged and they all like they broke their leg and I don't know if you know anything about horse horses you if you their, break your leg you're dead you're dead yeah because <laughs> you can't do anything your yeah. leg is broken like so I think that's kind of an interesting like look at that because horses yeah. I say above arguably it correct me if I'm wrong but like are probably one one of if not the most abused animal in cinematic history yeah. well, I mean, without a doubt there's also like a correlation in the film that I'm, I'm almost 100% positive that Jordan Peele is trying to make a connection to in terms of like the workhorse and the exploitation of a literal horse versus like the exploitation of a black man in cinema, right? Where like the whole thing is that if the black man on the horse was the first thing that was ever recorded on film and both were exploited 
for the sake of someone else's vision of like the horse is just treated as just another animal and the black man fades into obscurity even though he is like the face of cinema literally right mm. so there is a correlation into that not to mention the father that is interesting because like i remember like oh. when i went to film school um that we we, we talked <laughs> uh we we talked about that 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 clip with the the, the black we man on the horse, that, yeah. but we talked about like like uh, we about Stanford, we talked about yeah. Stanford. Uh, I believe it was Stanford. Yeah, who Stanford. was who like led the like twelve camera. It was Stanford and Edison, I believe. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong in the comments down below. But like, um, uh, but we never we don't know who well, the, the who who the guy is. We don't know who the guy who on the horseback was. You never it wasn't even brought up in the conversation. You were just like, wow, that's cool, a moving horse. Well, you know moving what, on. You know, it was crazy because I remember being in school and I was next to like several black people. And then they're just that that literally happened where they're talking about like yeah so this is the first this black man was the first man who ever shown on film ever the first moving person. on and then talk about the director and I'm just <laughs> like yo what about this dude like it's like what like yeah I want to know about him what do we what's his fucking name yeah can, can <laughs> like, I can, can we just get his name that'd be I, great yeah we, I still kind of don't know his name <laughs> yeah. I know they said it in the film and I think that's his actual name but I just I generally don't remember I don't know so don't know. it's just it's just fucked yeah it's like, that, to be and like that's that's such an interesting angle of looking at things you know with with that i uh i, I didn't i didn't take that into perspective like the connection between horses and black men or black people for that matter um well specifically in hollywood in terms of being exploited right where it's just well, especially in the early days with uh, well, uh god i'm blanking on everything the, the what was that awful film birth of a nation birth of a Fucking nation. I mean, there weren't any black people in that. No, there's a whole fuck ton of blackface. Let me tell you something. Don't do that. Just don't. You know, it's crazy. This is off topic, but I (laughs) I didn't see... I saw it, obviously, but I didn't see it in college. I saw it, like, in high school. But I saw... That's hella random. We're like, all right, today, class, we're going to watch a super uh, racist film. Look at it for its technical prowess. (laughs) That was for like a history class, but I was still just like, that's wild we're watching this right now. But we ended up not watching that film because my teacher... (laughs) Her teacher, our teacher, actually was like, I'm not going to show this film because it's super fucked up. But I am going to show this other film where he's in yellow face. Which is less <laughs> which fucked is up. less fucked up. Pretending um, to be Asian. What? <laughs> I'm just like, lady, you are Korean. Why are you showing us this fucking film? Anyway. I, just, I, I mean, all, to, that, that I film is also like there. about a pedophile. Like, Haiki, he's pursuing oh, like, a, like a girl. Like, yeah. she's, she's, she's not a woman. She's a girl. She's like 14. Yeah, and she's like... Yeah, the whole first. Uh, let me just. Early speak. cinema was not good. Uh, G. W. Griffith or J. W. Griffith, fuck whatever the fuck dude. his name is. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> like awful human being, and then don't like. Yeah. I really. Because wish. you're still alive, motherfucker. Because I'm glad you're dead. And you know, I. <laughs> I just really wish that like they wouldn't show that in film school anymore. I just don't see. The I get. I get. Of it. I get the like the technical prowess of it, but to be honest with you, I. I hear. When. 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 You could show Citizen Kane and get the same amount of educational input yeah. out of it, the same technical prowess out of it. Because here's the thing. As films progress, right, obviously when films first came about, it was an emerging technology. It was an emerging film – or sorry, emerging art form, right? And because of that, the general knowledge and the general like the uh, zeitgeist of understanding towards the cinematic techniques and cinematic storytelling was limited in the general public, right? But as we've developed as a, as a group, as a community, as, as a society, where media, where film and video, visual-based platforms are all the raves, TikTok being the most popular one of those right now, right? Yeah. All these visual-based platforms are based on the fundamental techniques that are, were founded within cinema, right? So I, I feel like our general zeitgeist of film of media we can i feel like we can get away with like okay we can talk about it in a history-based film history-based sense but like do we need to sit there and watch the fucking thing no yeah. i don't think we do well, I, yeah, don't, well, I don't i really don't think well we do. i just i, just I agree with you 100%. i just don't think we should be using these films that that are celebrated for the technical prowess but focus on the exploitation of any race of people like we shouldn't be yeah. looking at these films that are dated and are genuinely hurtful in terms of the abuse and showcase 
and re- misrepresentation of different people, especially yeah. with now. A, that's a not white to say that, in blackface. Yeah, and white yeah, exactly. Yes. Face, you know? Yeah, but yeah. I mean, on the, on that on on that on the other note of that, like, do I think that like we shouldn't be taught showing films that are painful, that showing films that are that are gonna that are like gonna bring into an interesting conversation? No, I but I feel well, like a conversation. But, needs but to be I there. but I feel like there's better films than a film that just has a bunch of fucking white people dressed in blackface acting like a psychopath right it, it's <laughs> like the, yeah. there's there's better representations of it but do i still think that that we should be having that's the beauty of film it's that yeah. it opens the door for conversation right i i think right. we should like one of the big things is uh, uh i think recently was uh fuck, one who no 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 um to kill a mockingbird was yeah. take, taken off of the reading list from in some states and oh, I, think, yeah. I think that is I saw that. absolutely disgusting. Well, I feel like and, that's... and here's and here's why It's because it deals with a really fucked subject, right? But does that mean that we shouldn't be discussing that painful subject? I think by by us ignoring that subject does a disservice to the millions of people that were affected by by the variety of subjects that that are dealt, dealt with within right. that film: mental illness, racism, right? The Go, go, what have and you, you know? False allegations of black men, yes. white women, and um, so on and so forth. What's justice, what American and freedom? You, these are things that should be discussed, right? So, like, is it a painful subject? Should we talk about it? Yes, uh, does that mean that, like, we, <laughs> there, there aren't there aren't films that we shouldn't talk about? Yes, I feel like Birth of a Nation, throw that fucker in like the goddamn talk about that, yeah. <laughs> throw it into the goddamn <laughs> heap. Yeah, what well, I found interesting about um, because well, I recently found out about that and. It's weird because that was never a problem before. Like, no one ever said, like, growing up, that was... We're fixing this. Growing up, that was the book that I was always told to read. Yeah. It was just, like, To Kill a Mockingbird. And when I first read it, I was like, I don't want to read this. But now, as an adult, it's like, I needed to read this. I needed to know... I needed to know this context through this book right yeah. and i i'm thankful for learning that so for people to want to take it out just so that they don't want to feel bad yeah because <laughs> so you don't want to think about it you're like this is hurting people like, yeah, no hurting people's like no it's, it's i mean good it's it hurting should. me more than you dog yeah. <laughs> and, and generally speaking not having this conversation is just ignoring the problems that arrive that have been instilled within this country like mm-hmm. it's it's yeah. this, this very symptomatic of a greater thing and this is like fucking fiction bro <laughs> like this 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 is a fictional story this yeah. shit actually happened yeah like what are we what are we talking about even if you ban this story it doesn't erase history it doesn't erase the fact that these things actually did yeah. take place i do feel like the importance of films like nope is to talk about or having those discussions of exploitation and and to, I mean, the, 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 for, is... for, for me, this film, like, I'm going to be honest, I didn't it, it didn't pick up on that. And that just might be because I'm white and it, that's not something that I, like, initially come off with when I watch this film. Yeah. But it is interesting to kind of ha- hear you talk about, like, that kind of perspective when you watch this film and the fact that there well, is that exploitation yeah. within the industry. I think that's I think that's uh, an interesting uh, area of, dis- of discussion. Well, I feel like at this point now, it's fair to say, like, Jordan Peele talks about black people. And like the experiences of black people, but um, I, it took me like twice to watch it to really get it because mm-hmm. I understood it was exploitation. I just didn't know to what degree, mm-hmm. and I was very confused in certain aspects. But it's again, it's one of those films you should watch twice, or if you don't have time, watch Shailen's video. <laughs> Shouts out to you! Hey, <laughs> it's here. It's like somewhere here, maybe. In the bottom, we'll figure it out at some point. It'll be an icon. Um, okay. <laughs> but there is a, there is one aspect of the film that I feel like is not overlooked, but I think slightly misunderstood. Granted, it's subjective because yeah. with Jordan Peele, he leaves everything up for debate in terms of what anything could mean. Mm-hmm. But I think this specific thing, I have a theory that I think holds up sort of well. Okay. Um, but for that, I think we have to talk about a specific writing device that is overlooked or misunderstood in cinema because there's a certain need for us to have everything laid out and explicitly stated. Right. Uh, and that, that writing tool is known as the red herring, right? 
So, like, what are, what are your thoughts on that? Or, like, what do you, what so, do you, I mean, what do you I, think I, a red herring I, is? I think, I think the, the scene that, like, comes up most in mind is the is this shoe the, in, in, in Jordan Peele. Spoiler alert. There's this shoe where like it like all, amongst all amongst all this chaos amongst everything that's happening in this scene right where the chimpanzees are beating the shit out of everybody you know killing everybody also why wasn't there a gun there yeah you think like, if like they, security with a gun come on that's crazy unless he like bodied that the guy's like you know i'm gonna i'm gonna go out I'm gonna he, he's just like all right yeah. Like holsters the guy um, walks I, away. Yeah. I'm gonna go get a go get a go get a burrito. Well, give me a hoagie. A hoagie. <laughs> <laughs> Amongst all the chaos and manic of of uh, what's the monkey's name again? Uh, Gordy. 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 Um, good guy. Nope. Um, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, but amongst all the, all the chaos and everything that's happening, there's this shoe that lands right, you know, and it lands straight up, and it just stays straight up. You know, upright. Yeah. yeah, and it's 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 one of the things that he kind of really explicitly like has it. He has the main character has uh, um, the little the little act the little boy uh, actor Stephen Yoon's uh, younger version. Yeah, his film. his his young his young version of himself, right? And he ver- he looks at this and he ultimately keeps the shoe as a keepsake, right? So ultimately, why is this why is this an important aspect of the film, right? And Fomba kind of describes into detail about like how this possibly might be a red herring, right? Yeah, essentially. So um, in terms of what a red herring is for people who don't know, a red herring is defined as something that misleads or distracts from an important or relevant question, yeah. something that distracts attention from the real issue, mm. right? So it's, it's meant to purposely take your attention away from whatever you're actually supposed to be focusing on. Right. Or, you know... And maybe that's something interesting. Like, now that you kind of bring that into discussion, maybe that's... it's It was his coping mechanism. It's like this chimpanzee is just beating the shit out of everybody. And eating a woman's face. Yeah. Yo, shit. Um, yeah. He does. It's so gross. That's sorry. Um, it was actually really gross. It's really yeah, gross. It's really um, like so, like... As this is happening, maybe that was like his thing that he just focused on. It's this just thing that it was in front of him, and you know, I think that's that's something that could be very interesting to kind of discuss, right? Right. Why does he ultimately keep this? Right. Know? So I mean, uh, there are a lot of what does the shoe mean? <laughs> what does it mean? What does it mean? Tom. What does it mean? Sorry. <laughs> Reel it back in. Yeah, like, oh, take it easy. I'm not the chimpanzee. The chimpanzee can't hurt you here. <laughs> We're safe here. Jesus loves you. Shouts <laughs> <laughs> out to Jesus. Uh, <laughs> no, I, um, I, I think that the shoe is v- very interesting because it means a lot. I mean, in terms of exploitation. The one take that I actually generally like, other than mine, is um, the idea that the shoe is a literal showcase and sign of exploitation where a terrible thing happened and this bad miracle is literally standing upright mm. and he takes the shoe and he's profiting off of this tragedy right and he keeps the shoe as a keepsake of like even though something terrible happened and people died he still has somewhat of a fortune yeah. off of the shoe which is, which it is, does it does kind of imply his character as well you know like because yeah. he, he literally takes the advice or it takes the, the strategy that that led to the success of his orig- his first big success in media right and he takes that and he's like i'm gonna open a theme park i'm gonna find a ufo and i'm gonna feed the fucking horses yeah 100 well awesome. that's that's what he took away from it where it's yeah just like you know exploitation it doesn't matter not... it doesn't matter like how it affects the animal as long as it's doing good by me that's yeah. all that matters and even in his own sense he was exploited right where yeah. it's like he's a child and he's treated sort of lesser than than the other people on stage and then you know he's equally as exploited but instead of moving forward and not accepting that exploitation he kind of doubles down and is just like well this is good so i'm gonna exploit this alien yeah <laughs> you know um which is a very interesting like inverse of the protagonist in this in this film of like a person who refuses to be exploited and just doesn't fit in with the standard of hollywood so mm-hmm. much so he he acts like the animals in the sense that he hates to look people in the eye, you know, which I think is kind of interesting. He doesn't look people in the eye. You ever seen the beginning? You know, like he's his head is down the whole time. He's not looking mm. people in the eye. Yeah, you know, like he acts like the animals that he's taking care of, where he's like, nah, I'm not, I'm not participating in this. Right. But his sister does. <laughs> like right. his sister feeds into it because she's trying to profit off the exploitation of her and so on and so forth. Right. Um. So my take. 
on this in terms of in terms of red herrings is um it doesn't mean anything <laughs> like i don't think it means i don't think it means i don't think the shoe literally means anything yeah. i don't i don't think like in terms of that theory i just told you i think that would be the closest i can give it but i do believe this to be a red herring right mm-hmm. i do think that there is something kind of genius about it cuz it plays into the greater theme of nope I think the film highlights the exploitation of animals and black people when it comes to Hollywood entertainment and the world at large, either from amusement or utility. We are eventually discarded or, in the extreme case of Gordy, driven mad by the greedy and all-consuming nature of people. Hmm. Now, what I think Jordan did that's really cool, if this is what he did, was put us as the audience members as a as people who are exploiting a situation as well right mm-hmm. so a shoe is there and standing upright it makes no fucking sense yeah. <laughs> like, it's like why why is this here it's a bad yeah. miracle it's yeah. crazy and then we are therefore bypassing this weird this crazy tragedy that's happening why is a monkey. shoe standing <laughs> like we're looking at a fucking shoe <laughs> but it's also kind of like, brilliant but also doesn't it doesn't matter it's like what it's just a weird thing that's happening Do, are we not paying attention to the fact that a monkey just ate a woman's face but there are hell, I, wonder, I, I bet the custodian like came in afterwards and he's still sitting there and he's just like it <laughs> just knocked the fucking <laughs> you know, thing over. Like, <laughs> That's weird. And then it's like, all right. Strange. You know what I mean? Like, it's so... I'm going to go get a burrito. Like, it's it's interesting because as, as moviegoers and the fact that everyone apparently is a critic and or a filmmaker, um, we, we all want things to make sense. We want every aspect of film to make sense and to be tied into the greater theme. But maybe this thing doesn't have to, to tie into it. And maybe he's using that to poke fun at us as audience members where we are... Therefore, exploiting and then engaging in the spectacle of a shoe. Hmm. You know, I feel like to like, some extent that makes sense. But like, I where 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 I feel like, and I feel like yes, you could be partially right with this. But like, I do feel like they still kind of tie it into the 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 character itself, right? It kind of informs the character to like his ideology, and I feel like that's where like it might have been something that distracts the his character in that particular time right as it distract as it distracts us the audience in that particular time right mm. why ultimately because like ultimately the character keeps the he keeps it he keeps well, yeah, he, he keeps, keeps he keeps that shoe he keeps a, he keeps a lot a, of the knickknacks from it right because he's trying to exploit off of it right? yeah and i think it informs like him into who he ultimately is in the present day and i think that's that's something where like it can kind of inform to the character. So I like where it's, I don't think it's like completely random. I know that's not what you're saying either, but like, I don't think it's completely random. So, you know, even though it is like something where it's like, there's no real reason that it's there, it's there, but I still feel like it has some ties to like a legitimate character within the film. You know what I mean? In terms, yeah, no, I a hundred percent agree. I'm not, I'm not advocating for it to be just like, just a thing that's just there for no reason for just spectacle. Because that would be ironic, and I highly doubt that Jordan Peele would do that, right? Where, in yeah. in essence, it really is intrinsically tied to that character, yeah, and showcases his his engagement in spectacle and exploitation. I'm what I'm advocating for is that it plays a bit deeper than that in terms of that's as far as it goes, right? right? Where, like, anything more in terms of... People were talking about, like, being, uh, being upright. It was like, the alien's manipulating the shoe. And it's like, no, dog. There's this no, there's, there's this no is alien. inherently, uh, like, tied to a character. Yeah. And anything else you're doing is engaging in spectacle. Yeah. And I think that's purposeful. Yeah. I think that that was... That was a, and if it isn't, it's a fucking brilliant thing <laughs> yeah. that, we're, that, we're hap- that we happen to do because it only... Great, greatly strengthens the theme of the, of the story in the sense that we all engage in spectacle. Right. Especially as I mean, it, like, right. I, I'll say when I first saw it, I was like, why the... Because it, you're right, it has nothing to do with the monster or you know, UFO. Literally rather. nothing to do with it. It has nothing to do with it, right? So mm. you're just kind of... You're, like, when you keep cutting back to these scenes, you're just like, why is this important? Yeah. right and i guess it kind of like they're kind of building to like this ultimate scene which was by far my favorite scene right where they have this big arena spoiler they have this big arena 
right, that's in there, and they're like, all right, want to see something cool? Yeah, I love that scene. Actually. You know, like, no <laughs> cell phones, everybody. Are you ready? You yeah. Are you ready? <laughs> and, like, you know, everyone's looking at it and enjoying this big-ass monster. And I'll tell you something. I didn't, like, I like... This this is where like the film took a different direction from a alien film to a monster film, right? Where yeah, it was creature it, feature. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It wasn't a, it, it, this scene that scene was very a big pinnacle thing and I think that's why there's so much time and dedication brought to why is this character, why is this amusement park owner acting and uh, treating animals the way that he yeah. is, right? It's because he has this trauma, and he yeah. relates it to the success that he previously had, right? You know what's also cool that I like about this film is, like, no one's explicitly, like, a villain. No one's, like, this, like June is is doing this to this animal, but he's not, like, a bad person. Like, he's, no. not, he's, he's just, like, this is just what he knows. This is just yeah. what he was... He was he's not a good dude. He's not a good person. He's not a bad. None of these people are like good people, though. <laughs> like it's not. It's I, not mean, I don't know. I think the main characters are kind of cool. Well, I, I'm only saying that in the sense like this isn't necessarily a virtuistic thing. Not yeah. not technically. It's virtuistic for the protagonist because he's trying to preserve the ranch because he's trying to preserve history because that's that's, it's well, home. that's what they have. It's yeah, it's home. home. Yeah. Some, it needs to. He believes it needs to stay, and it does. Um, but you know they're. They're doing it for money. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not like to save the world. It's not like I need to, to. I need to pay rent. I need to pay. <laughs> it's essentially what they're doing. <laughs> they're doing it to pay the rent, and I think it's kind of cool. It's it really is just. It's however you see it, right? I think it is a big critique when you look at it, especially when you look at the the documentary um, cinematographer um, in the film. Oh uh, uh, yeah, that dude. He, he he. Every single time that he's like, when he's just like hanging out at his house, he's just watching these very obscure like animals like fucking killing some other animal. But it's yeah. like in black and white, grainy film footage, right? It's, yeah. And he's just like scrubbing through it and looking at it like all day, right? Every single time you cut back to it, he's just like still working on it. You, and he, Jordan Peele doesn't explain ex- exactly why, but I think what's interesting about that, kind of going off of that that point that you were making, is that there is this ideology of <laughs> Am I dying? <laughs> Take a turn. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, 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 no. But uh, we're like, oh yeah, we're like, we're like, there's media. We'll cut this out. Um, <laughs> where there's like media and stuff like that. We're like, we're living vicariously through these really horrific events, these really horrific things that Ooh. we're experiencing. We can live vicariously through them, right? And that's one of the things that I think he's kind of like trying to nail on, especially with this character, is that like. You know, there are people out there that are going to just, like, go out there, try and find something horrific, and make it into a story, and then make money off of it. Yeah. Welcome to media. Yeah. (laughs) Hi. You know? Like, it's... it's, TMZ. Yeah, exactly. 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 They they literally show up in the film. You know? (laughs) Yeah. You know, like, that's that's the big thing with it. I think it's... If you look at it in that aspect, it's a very, very big critique on, like, media and, and how we as a society and as a species have this weird thing where like you see a car crash it's horrific but you're gonna look at it you can't look away you're gonna look at it yeah. you know and that's just one of the weird things that like we kind of like go through as human beings and as natural beings on this planet so i think on that aspect you know there there are a lot of layers with this film right yeah and if you want if you take the time to actually watch it and to, to watch it and kind of analyze it it becomes a lot more deep and uh then it's the, just a surface level horror yeah. monster flick no absolutely know? i i fully believe that if you're interested in just really well thought out um alien and or monster flicks or just like a really fun blockbuster that requires just a little bit of thought like, uh, <laughs> not to be rude but yeah just a little think, bit. thank you bastards <laughs> think better <laughs> think harder <laughs> no but it's just I'm trying to. no but just you know just it's gonna it's not gonna be answered in a one-time viewing yeah. like you're this is a film you're absolutely gonna have to watch multiple times mm-hmm. and but I think that's that's fun, you know. I, I think that there's there's enjoyment in watching a film more than once because because mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I feel like it's cool because let's let's say with the the film everything everywhere all at once. Very rewatchable, very rewatchable. I can, yeah. 
I can definitely watch. I can definitely watch it. More I watched it three times. Oh shit, that's crazy. I want to watch it again. I because like I, I really, feel like I want to be a better person when I watch cause it. Because I want to watch it a second time because I feel like there's just so much more you can dive into it. Because I don't even I only seen it once. But yeah, no, it's like these films are very unique and you don't get them very often. So why not just enjoy them and yeah. enjoy them? They're they're worth paying twelve. Yeah, so, some things some like things are once. meant to be just shot. Some things are meant to be watched once and to never watch it again. And that's fine. The boy in the striped pajamas. You only need to see that once. Yeah, no, I'm okay. I'm, I'm super good. I don't need to be depressed <laughs> that many times. Super you know, good I'm never that. gonna be on a Saturday morning and be like, you know, it sounds yeah. really good to me. Yeah. Schindler's List. <laughs> no. You know, like, there's films that you can watch once, and then there's films where it's like, okay, let yeah. me take this and look at it yeah. again and again and like again, Irish- and I can take something away from it every time. Like, The Irishman, I'm super good on not seeing it again. Yeah. I well, I also don't need to see Robert Robert De Niro walk around like, he, like look like a 40-year-old man, but walk around like he's 80. It doesn't... Also, like, gel, like he's in a GTA... <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. It doesn't look good. It's not my favorite film, yeah. but yeah, like I like a great example. Christopher Nolan's Memento. Like any, I mean, uh, you can look at any Christopher Nolan film. To Tenant, I think I can only see one time. Oh yeah, I'm super. That good. one, that, that one broke my heart. I was not a fan of that one. <laughs> Actually, but like no, I, I, I feel, it, I feel like the, I feel like Jordan Peele. You can say a lot about about his style and everything, but he is very rewatchable and he puts butts in the seat. And I think as we're going back to that blockbuster thing. He's absolutely a blockbuster of a director, of an artist. And, you know, I think that's one thing that a lot of people strive to be is to mm-hmm. have people, like, watch it and to analyze it and critique it. You know, that's the, something that, as artists, mm-hmm. that, that's that's what you crave for, that you want people to be talking mm-hmm. about it, whether it be good or bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really good movie. Fantastic blockbuster. It's amazing. <laughs> 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. What? Why? <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> I personally think it's... One of my favorite films, and not my favorite, the favorite film of the year so far. Just yeah. just a little bit above um, everything, everywhere, all at once. Just because of the just the nuance of it yeah. is really fucking cool. But yeah, Jordan Peele did did his thing. He's yeah. a blockbuster director, you know, and that's the, that's the one thing you can say about him. He puts butts in the seats, you yep. know, and that's one thing, you know, like as artists, we all crave to get to a certain level of success where it's like you have people that you have such a mass audience that are people who are watching your art, watching your craft, right, that they're actually giving you critique, right? Uh-huh. And even if you don't like it, even if it's not warranted or if it's just fucking stupid, right, you're having people that are watching it, enjoying it, analyzing yeah. it, looking at your craft. There's right? a conversation. Exactly. Yeah. So what do you guys think? What Do you, do you feel like... This is a, the best horror film ever made. Do you feel like it's the worst horror film ever made? You know, leave your likes, comments, subscribes down below, and uh, feel free to check us out on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Music. Music podcast. podcast. Yeah, Yee, we don't make music. <laughs> I can't sing. We could. Yeah. I wasn't. <laughs> I really thought about it for a second. <laughs> I was on the table. Yeah, they'd be like. <laughs> but yo, thank Hello. you guys so much. <laughs> It's me. Hello. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you guys so much for watching. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your night. Stay hungry, y'all. Yeah, stay hungry. Peace. Subscribe. <laughs>